0: This is Emmanuel God with Us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's wonderful to get together as uh, God's people and in one service all be together. Fifth Sundays are really nice for our congregation that way. We uh, come together for one service and you get to see people you haven't seen in a long time and you weren't even sure if they were still members here or not, right? (laughs) of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. this is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I will be a in the house of my God, Then dwell. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth. Your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. We pray together Martin Luther's morning prayer. Let us pray. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday after the Epiphany. Our Old Testament reading is written in Jonah, the first chapter. So the captain came and said to him, What do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call out to your God. Perhaps the God will give a thought to us that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots, that we may know on whose account this evil has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Tell us on whose account this evil has come upon us. What is your occupation and where do you come from? What is your country and what people are you? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, what is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then they said to him, what shall we do to you? that the sea may quiet down for us. For the sea grew more and more tempestuous. He said to them, Pick me up and hurl me into the sea. Then the sea will quiet down for you. For I, know that, for I know it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get back to dry land, but they could not. For the sea grew more and more tempestuous against them. Therefore they called out to the Lord, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not on us innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in Romans chapter 8. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit. We groan in inwardly as we eagerly await for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the eighth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. Our text from the Gospel of Matthew these words. Then Jesus got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. These are the words of our text, God's grace and his mercy and his peace be multiplied to you now and forever through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Just imagine... Just imagine if you could talk to the animals. You know, chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee, talking to a tiger, chatting to a cheetah. What a neat achievement that would be. We'd study elephant and eagle, buffalo and beagle, alligator, guinea pig, and flea. We would converse in polar bear and python, speak in rhinoceros, of course, if we could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals. And they could squeak and squawk and speak and talk to us. What sort of a man talks to the animals? Why the make believe Doctor Doolittle? He talks to the animals. What sort of a man talks to the wind and the waves? And they obey him? Can you? Can you command the wind and the waves? Can you speak to the storm? Command the clouds, stop the snow, rebuke the rain? Of course not. We are creatures who are subject to creation. And the Bible tells us that creation is groaning ever since the fall into sin. It longs for the return of Jesus and its restoration to being very good. And so when it comes to the weather, we take what we get, right? Even if it is 40 days of fog and freezing temperatures and freezing hands and no golf, (laughs) we take what we get. And even if it is the most dreaded of all meteorological conditions, the Idaho High combined with the spine-chilling winter inversion, we take what we get. We certainly cannot command creation, talk to it, but imagine, imagine if we could, it would be like, like being God. (laughs) What sort of a man talks to the wind and the waves and they obey him? Matthew tells us that Jesus and his disciples get into a boat on the Sea of Galilee. There's a couple of things you need to know about the Sea of Galilee. It sits at 680 feet below sea level. Without warning, strong winds can rush down the hills above the water, falling thousands of feet and then crashing into the Sea of Galilee, causing great upheaval, chaos, and huge waves that swallow the boats and the sailors who get caught in these uncertain waters. Well, that's what happens to Jesus and his guys. A few of his disciples have grown up and they've made their living on the Sea of Galilee, Peter for one, Andrew for another, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. They are fishermen, men of the water, and they've seen storms on the Sea of Galilee before. It is calm when they get into the boat. They set out on their journey and Jesus goes to sleep. And then without warning, the winds howl and the waves roll And the boat is swallowed up by wave after wave. Walls of water crash down upon the boat. Fill the boat. It's the worst storm they've ever seen. They are just trying to survive. They are convinced they are going to die. How bad is this storm? In the Greek, Matthew calls it "seismus magus. That is a great seismic event, like the eruption of Mount St. Helens, like an earthquake. In fact, Matthew uses these very same words to describe the earthquake on Easter morning. When Jesus rises from the dead, Matthew calls it seismus magus. And Jesus, he sleeps through it all. What sort of man is that? Howling winds, waves crashing, water splashing, voices yelling, and Jesus sleeps? I read once that boats like this have a place where you can tuck in and you can sleep in the bow of the boat, protected from the wind and the waves and the weather. But what sort of a man sleeps through a storm like this? At the end of their ropes, the disciples wake Jesus. Lord, save us. We are going to drown. They are convinced that they're going to die. That's how bad the storm is. Now, you might not know what it is like to be on the sea of Galilee in a storm like that. But you do know what it is like to be at the end of your rope don't you? You know what it is like to cry out, to pray to Jesus, Lord, save me. Jonah knew what that was like. Remember him from our Old Testament reading and our children's message this morning? He's been hurled into the waves and the stormy sea, and the currents are swirling around Jonah. The waves are sweeping over him. Seaweed is wrapping itself around his head. He sinks into the water and death is all around Jonah. And Jonah cries out to the Lord. So do the disciples. We are going to drown. Jesus says, You have little faith. Why are you so afraid? And then he got up and he rebuked the winds and the waves. And it was completely calm. In an instant, it goes from seismus magus to calm. What sort of a man talks to the wind and the waves and they obey him? No ordinary man. Jesus is not a creature. "...who is subject to creation. He is the Creator who subjects His creation. He is the Lord who reigns over creation. He rules the winds and the waves with His voice. For in the beginning, Jesus created the heavens and the earth. That's what the Apostle John tells you and me in the very beginning of his gospel." John calls Jesus, in the very first verse, he calls Jesus the Word of God. John jots it down this way. You know it. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word, Jesus, was God. Through Jesus, John says, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. And in Him was life, and that life was the light of men. John says that Jesus is the creator of the world. He is God. And a couple of verses later, John writes this. Jesus was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. You see, that's what the disciples missed on the Sea of Galilee. They didn't recognize who Jesus was. Was What sort of a man is this? He is the Lord of creation. But the disciples don't believe it. And that's why Jesus names them you of little faith. They should believe. They should believe that Jesus is God and by believing have life in his name. And then John writes, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. What sort of man talks to the winds and the waves and they obey him? Well, the one who spoke to the wind and the waves at the beginning of creation. When the earth was formless and empty and the sea was dark and the waters were in chaos, the Spirit of God hovers over the water It is in the beginning and God is creating the heavens and the earth. And on the third day, the word speaks. Jesus speaks on the third day of creation and he says, let the water under the sky be gathered in one place. Let the dry ground appear and it was so. And he called the dry ground land and he gathered the waters. He called seas. And Jesus saw that it was good What sort of a man talks to the wind and the waves and they obey him? The one who used the wind to drive back the waves of the Red Sea, remember? God parted the Red Sea so that his people could walk through on dry ground and escape the army of Egypt and Pharaoh. And when they do, and Pharaoh's army is drowned and they're all doing the dead man float, The people of God praise him, and they sing this song. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood firm like a wall. The enemy boasted, but you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. The horse and his rider, he has hurled into the sea. What sort of a man talks to the wind and the waves and they obey him? The one who heard Job's complaint and responded to Job, Where were you? Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me. Tell me if you understand. Who shut up the seas behind doors. When it burst forth from the womb, when I fixed limits for it, when I said, this far you may come and no farther. Here is where your proud waves halt. And after God questions Job, Job says, surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. I put my hand over my mouth. Because I was an idiot. That's basically what Job is saying. Job realizes God's authority over creation. Who is Job to complain? What sort of a man talks to the wind and the waves and they obey him? The God, the psalmist, praises. These words are in Psalm 107. Listen, words written thousand years before jesus calms the waters of the sea of galilee he stilled the storm to a whisper the waves of the sea were hushed the sailors were glad when it grew calm and god guided them to their desired haven let them give thanks to the lord for his unfailing love jesus miracle in matthew isn't the first time that god has calmed the storm So what sort of a man talks to the wind and the waves and they obey him? The one who uses water in order to redeem you and save you from your sin. For do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in the newness of life. If we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. By water and the word, God gives you saving faith in his Son. Not little faith. But great faith, a complete faith that trusts in Jesus, who is true God and true man, a robust faith that trusts in Jesus as Lord and Savior, who is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. What sort of man talks to the wind and the waves, and they obey him? The one who says, I am the Good Shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And that is exactly what Jesus did for you. He offered himself as the sacrifice for you, in your place, for your sins, at just the right time. And in the only way it could be done. Jesus was nailed to a cross, and water and blood pour from his side, And by his wounds, you are forgiven. You are reconciled with God. Jesus gave his life and died, paying the wages of your sin. And on the third day, he rose again. And creation shakes. Seismus, magus, happens again. Hell is vanquished. Your sin is forgiven. Satan is conquered. All for you. All for you. Jesus is the only one who can say, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. What sort of man talks to the wind and the waves and they obey him? The one who says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and behold, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Behold, I am coming soon. He is the one who talks to the wind and the waves and they obey Him. He is the one who redeemed you and made you His own. He is the one who will raise you from the dead to life everlasting. He is the one who is coming again. And we say, Come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. Come soon. For Christ is risen. Hallelujah, Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. Let us join together in saying the Apostles' Creed as we confess our Christian faith. and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, Amen. We continue with the benediction.